with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the morning show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show. No Toby uh, today or next week. TJ and Drake in with you. I have a hop problem. Drake does not. Hopefully uh, I can get rid of them uh, sometime soon. I don't know why. I don't really have anything to discuss from this Drake, but I saw this yesterday and I did take a screenshot of it because I found it funny. Okay. (laughs) This got tweeted out yesterday. It was a newspaper article clipping uh, from back in the day um, of a Mookie Wilson uh, quote after he had been in a slump. Oh no! <laughs> Someone said, "I guess it asked him, uh, what do you do when you're in a slump like this?'" Mookie's answer: When I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, "If I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must be believing in me, and if they believe in me, then I can believe in me." And I bust out of my slump. I. I have heard <laughs> <laughs> that was just randomly posted by someone yesterday, that newspaper uh, clipping, and I'm like, "What the heck is this?" And I just I was cracking up. So uh, <laughs> I got no more to say about it. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing to uh, you know. That's true. Somewhere there's a, desi- a dinosaur believing in me. I can believe in myself. Uh, that yeah. team. I, I guess. Uh, uh, I mean, they say that alligators and crocodiles are basically dinosaurs, so... Yeah, sure. Sure, there's a dinosaur out there that believes in you. Oh, my goodness. That team, man, the cast of characters on that uh, Mets team. It's pretty well unmatched. Uh, Aside from that uh, Pirates teams, those Pirates teams in the late 70s. Yeah. I guess the uh, the, the uh, McMahon-Bears team had some characters on it but in football, but, man... Lenny Dykstra and Keith Hernandez and oh man, Doc Gooden, Doc I mean, Gooden, Dwight Strawberry, Strawberry. Yeah. yeah, the collection of characters. Like, luckily, Boston has won championships since the that uh, that debacle, but I couldn't imagine losing to that team. And <laughs> looking back over the years, of that's the cast of characters that uh, we lost to we, these we, flipping we, guys. We lost to. <laughs> So there you go, people. If you're down on yourself today, just know somewhere there's a dinosaur believing in you, and you can believe in yourself. Uh, Mookie uh, likening it to, like, Santa Claus, basically, of, well, I believe in dinosaurs. Like, like it's something that you choose to believe in, right. like the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> 
Uh, thank you for that quote from uh, yesterday, Mookie, which was actually probably from uh, 1987 or something like that. 1985, maybe. Uh, so we mentioned the uh, Swim Swam article, which I had never heard of Swim Swam. <laughs> swim Swam. Yeah. Uh, until I, yesterday. And why I, Swim Swam. Swim Swam. Who is a magazine that covers all things swimming in the collegiate world, which who knew there was a need for that, but I mean, who am I to argue? Like, could you imagine covering that every day, Drake? That's your job? Swim Swam. Uh, Swim Swam says... Braden Queek. Braden Key. I cannot just... Braden Key. Just saying saying Swim Swim Swam... Uh, is reporting it just it's gonna make me laugh every single time so. what uh what do you uh do for a living uh i write for swim sw- swim swam swim swam um uh, and then that, you have that's to say different the, from flim flam then you have to say the guy's name without saying a w because i almost got in trouble there Braden keith Braden keith uh reporting yesterday that sources are telling him north carolina florida state clemson virginia all in negotiations to join the SEC, ESPN trying to void the TV deal with the SEC. The conference, as we know it, will essentially become a negotiating block for television rights. Then those conferences will subdivide for almost every other rational purpose into subgroups that will make more sense to the rest of us. I don't even know what any of that means. And why a guy that covers collegiate swimming would have the jump on this? Barrett Salee and a bunch of others were kind of shooting this down yesterday, saying this is not happening. This is not even in talks. So I don't know whether to believe this guy or not. But it's not going to surprise me if they're talking to those teams. But at what point does it stop? At what point is your conference just too big? At what point do you just ruin everything that is special about collegiate sports. I think it's already trending that way. I I think that we've kind of already gotten to this territory. I mean... Well, that's what I'm saying. The, for me, it has. The Rose Bowl for so long was special for having the Big Ten Pac-12, Pac-12 matchup. That, I mean, right? you, you can probably remember, a lot of you probably remember, how much of an uproar it was whenever OU was put into the Rose Bowl game because... Uh, the Big Ten did not have a team to put in there since Ohio State made the national title game that year. And all of a sudden you have UCLA and USC that could be the representatives for the Big Ten in the Rose Bowl game moving forward. And it could be that the Pac-12 is so disheveled that it's such a shell of what it used to be that they aren't even represented in that game anymore moving Mm -hmm. forward. It, that, I, like that, I just that don't know who's. All, I don't know who's represented and what anymore. If this happens, that I mean, that to me says it all of the pageantry of college football. We are doing our best to kill it because that was the shiny example that was completely unfazed through ninety percent. I mean, obviously there were a couple of years here and there to where there was a non. Uh, Big Ten Pac-12 school that was put into the mix because of the way that the national title games work, because of the way that the college football uh, playoff worked and everything. I get that. But for the most part, they tried to maintain this Big Ten Pac-12 matchup every single year, and that's dead now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything for me with college football is built on tradition. And 
I realize some of that has changed over the years. We've already had conference realignment. You've already had some uh, traditional series that, you know, ended up falling apart. The Texas, Texas A&M's of the world, OU Nebraska's. So we've seen some of that. But I just don't know what they're trying to build to. Like, I don't understand what would – it's all built around television packages. And I get ESPN is controlling a lot of this and – putting in the ears of a lot of these uh, conferences and and athletic directors of dream scenarios of large amounts of money and huge television deals and payouts. But at what point do you just ruin the product? Yeah. Like, if you have a conference that ends up being 22, 23, 24 teams... You've you've just turned this into the... uh, you're the NFL. Bigger I mean, NFL. More teams and, I mean, a more watered-down product in terms of talent. Well, and they're saying this is going to build better matchups. Well, what we all want is better matchups. Well, is it? Like, first off, if you've got that many teams and you're breaking up into subgroups and who's in the subgroups and who's in this uh, division and how are you playing your other rotation with other teams, do you play then – any non-conference games at that point? Do you just play conference games? Like, is this really what I, – I guess what I'm asking is – Is this really what fans want? What what younger fans want is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Is this really – this is me, old man on the lawn, screaming and asking. Is this really what you guys want? And if so, what is your vision? What do you see this being? Because at this point, I don't know what it is. The The only thing to me – that I can think of that's changed dramatically that has led to this is the NIL stuff. The name image likeness stuff has put this bigger demand everywhere. It's put this bigger demand of having making your school more profitable and the biggest one biggest way to be able to make your school profitable is via your football program. And if you're unable to do that in your current conference, that's why teams are seeking out other Solutions. That's why OU and Texas are going to the SEC partially. It's because there's going to be more money from that SEC TV contract. Uh, that's why it is that USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten be, to be part of Absolutely. that TV contract. Sure. I mean, that's what this comes down to. That's the big dramatic change here in the last couple of years as far as what has been the landscape change. That's it. NIL is what's leading to this massive massive now we had big time uh college football realignment what was this uh, about 10 12 years ago so whenever the major realignment happened mm-hmm. before OU and Texas bolted to the SEC from the Big 12 right and you're talking OU when they were rumored to the Pac 12 rumored to the Pac 12 yeah. rumored to the Big 10 all these things SEC and you lose Colorado Nebraska uh, Missouri and Texas A&M in the Big 12. Well, that'll happen amongst all these contract negotiations with TV. I realize some of these deals are up now, and that's why it is that some of these moves are happening now. But also, you're having this huge sense of urgency from athletic departments because you have this NIL money that you're having to account for moving forward. So you need every extra dollar that you can. And th- this... This is something to where be careful what you're doing with college football because 
if you're just going to turn it into a even more of a mini NFL, at what point does it take away uh, what's made it special all these years? Well, that's the thing. What's made it special all these years, the tradi- uh, the, uh, the traditions that we talked about, the ties to family in building around those traditions, um, going from generation to generation to generation. My grand-grandfather loved this because of this. My grandfather loved it because of this. My father loved it because of this. How does that change all of that going forward in in the future? And maybe it doesn't change any of it. Maybe we're not seeing it and they are. Yeah. But, like, that tweet, like, the Swim Swam guy, I don't know if this report's true or not. I don't know who this guy is, Br- Braden Keith and Swim Swam and all of that, but... Like, I don't even know what to make of then those conferences subdivide for almost every other rational purpose into subgroups that will make more sense to us. Like, uh, that's, this is for a negotiating block for television rights only. That is barely like, a sentence, that, much that less mean? something that it can ma- be made sense of. And I, here's the thing with the television thing. So they're all panicking one of these massive television contracts, letting ESPN control a lot of this, that may ruin your sport from a company that is... The amount of money that they're losing right now and how poorly run that they are right now, you're trusting them with the future of your sport. Yeah. That's what I don't get. ESPN is losing billions of dollars a year right now, has a terrible platform right now, Mm -hmm. and you're trusting them to save the sports not even the right thing to say because – it didn't need saving, in my opinion. And the ESPN app is terrible too. That that's not helpful for <laughs> ESPN's like future viability. Yeah, I mean, this is all getting tight, and part of it is Fox is going right there toe to toe with them on all this too. We sure. have to mention that Amazon's trying to jump because in. You've got Netflix trying to maybe jump into the sports world. Yeah, and this is basically turning into and college football. It's ESPN against Fox, and it's been that way for a while. Uh, but I mean, now that CBS is going to be out of the picture in the not too distant future, when it comes to the SEC coverage, um, yeah, it pretty much says it all. If you're looking to bring those teams in, Virginia, North Carolina, Clemson, Florida State, maybe even make moves at others. Basically, what you're trying to have happen there is. ESPN is trying to get as many of the top programs as they can into one conference. Yeah. And lock it down with a television deal so that no one else can show any of those teams on their platforms. And you're not worried about whether you're ruining the product or not. You just they, want control of it. They want to have on their networks, on ABC, ESPN, they want it to be okay, on this channel, we have uh, Vodtech against. Uh, let's just say Florida State. The other channel we've on ABC we've got. Um, oh, let's say we've got Alabama against LSU, mm-hmm. and then uh, at uh, the two thirty game we have uh, Wisconsin against. I, I mean, we're we're just getting it to the point to where you're diluting it down to even worse to where college football has been about the haves and have nots for a very long time. And this is just going to make it so much significantly worse moving forward. 
what's going to happen too is the world we're we're trending towards with the streaming and the streaming services and everything. Everybody's dreaming about this creating bigger matchups, more matchups throughout the week. You're not going to have as many teams playing uh, bad teams and having to air those. But what I think ESPN and ABC and those guys will do at Disney is they'll put decent matchups on those channels, but they're going to put big time matchups on their pay system. Yeah, you're going to. Have, People like me kicking and screaming that don't want to pay for ESPN You're gonna Plus have to pay are going for to be Oklahoma, forced. They're going to be Texas. forced to play, yeah. pay for Oklahoma, Texas, pay for Oklahoma, Alabama, or LSU, or whoever's on their rotation, and however the subgroup, subdivision, whatever that sentence means, if that is truly what's happening here. Those matchups aren't going to be on free television. They're yeah, going well, to be on their pay platform because they've got to make up that money somehow. Well, and OU fans... Get ready to start paying for ESPN Plus because don't remind I, me, Drake. That's that's the only way you're going to be able to catch I any know. of this uh, senior sports TV content moving forward. So I know, swim, swam. Probably not any truth to this, but it's easy to throw out a rumor like that and get lots of clicks because. You can buy into it right now it's, with what everything's going with how everything's going. Everything can be believed at this point in right. time when it comes to college football. You're telling me North Carolina's leaving for the SEC and leaving Duke behind, and we're not having that matchup anymore because it's killed other traditions in that way. Yeah. When these things have happened, so don't think, oh, that would never happen. It's already happened in a lot of sports. Yeah. Texas, Texas A and M, right. All right, we'll take a timeout. Your thoughts on the text line, 405-651-3439. TJ and Drake on the ref back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dykin, TJ Perry here with you this morning. T-Row's on the... Griswold family vacation starting today through next Friday. So it'll be TJ and I with you uh, for the next six days. Uh, be sure to call uh, Terry and Jackie at Saxon Realty Group, though, uh, at 405-361-3380. Ask him about their one-time $899 listing fee, which will help save you thousands in listing commissions whenever you sell your home. Uh, visit SaxonRealtyGroup.com as well to be able to check out testimonials from other customers that they've helped save thousands with their eight ninety nine listing fee. Uh, inflation might be up on a lot of things right now, but the eight ninety nine listing fee it has not changed at all. Holding this strong year. at eight ninety nine. So that's one thing <laughs> you can get on. That's uh, inflation uh, protected right there, insulated. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, Arch Manning stats in the playoff loss last season, 7 of 16 for 44 yards, 0 touchdowns, 1 interception. They lost 49-7. to Congrats, Texas. Thank you for the text. I appreciate it, but that's just kind of a random text. I don't even think we mentioned Arch's I don't, I don't think that we name this year at all, yeah. <laughs> or the, today. So, uh, uh, yeah, he. Uh, that, I've seen a lot of people, you know, questioning his – his standing in the you know the recruiting world and stars and yeah. uh, all of that because in some of the higher uh, profile more profile games that he's played in he has not performed well so 
Well, and a lot of people have questioned his level of competition. Play anyway, competition uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Right. Um, with the exception of, uh, oof, I would assume, that 49-7 to loss. Um, Bear Spray also works on Hawks, TJ. That's not true. Shut up. Shut up. That's not true. I'm not getting bear spray and going out there spraying bear spray towards the Hawks. I'm not falling for that. Uh, Probably two young ones and parents uh, talking about your Hawks and your backyard. It could be. It's a group of four. They're pretty strong and tight. They don't don't break away from one another, so you may be a family. Uh, okay, Brian says, according to my wife, Wednesday is much better when it comes to the Cardinals. All right, Brian, tickets, so. you've got Wednesday's tickets. So if anybody wants Saturday's tickets to the Cardinals Phillies, text in the show, leave it your uh, email address, and I'll send them over. Brian, I'll send those tickets over to you shortly. <laughs> I like how Brian sent in, too. Uh, Wednesday is better uh, from Brian, and then he's like, according, according to, to my, my wife, wife, Wednesday is <laughs> In all caps, <laughs> which, much Which better. basically, uh, he got permission from his wife to go to that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> if this product is real, it it just makes me so. Anytime I see puns like this, it, it, it makes me very, very happy. Unreasonably happy. But uh, TJ, try a product called Flock Off. Be careful. Be careful. You spray on the yard, keeps geese away. It may work for you. <laughs> Geese? I don't have a problem with geese. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that would work or not uh, with a bird of prey like that. But who knows? Uh, geese may be uh, more mean than a uh, hawk is. Geese uh, are mean, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just says hawk spray here on the text line with a laughing <laughs> rolling emoji. Um, TJ, I put a plastic fake owl under my deck to keep birds from building nests. The owl is covered in bird you-know-what, and I have three to four uh, nests under my deck. I'm thinking it's not working. That's from Missouri Sooner. Okay, so there's one uh, shooting down the fake owl uh, as a deterrent for the hawks. So. Right. Uh, I'm thinking if uh, whatever birds it is that... Uh, yeah, that is, it's probably not going to work on your hawks. Um, my pops uses a paintball gun to scare off uh, his hawks. It's illegal to kill them, but the paintball gun won't do much damage to them. Hope this helps. That's from Air Force Joe. It won't do much damage to them, but I got paintball splotches all over my yard because it's not like I'm hitting the hawk on the first shot or at all. <laughs> you you are definitely. I'm definitely not. I'm, that's you, what I'm saying. Yeah, so. that's, that's You're going to have to call on the wife to get those. <laughs> Handled. Then I'm out hosing down my fence and trees and stuff, washing paintball off of it. That or your son's uh, become quite the outdoorsman. He could probably handle this for you. Oh, my kid would love it if I handed him a paintball gun and said, go shoot the hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the neighbors that live behind us would love it on the side of their house as well as he's splattering it all over the neighborhood trying to chase these things down. Uh, be careful how you phrase that. Um, He is about to be a teenager after all. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Get your money now and worry about how to sustain it later. Talking about college football. Yeah, I mean, that's a problem, though. That's what everybody's... That, that, that is kind of the territory that we're getting in, though, is that everybody is worrying about getting the money rather than... Okay, you're, you're worried about game. a cash grab for 10 years. Mm-hmm. What if you're destroyed in eight? Right. Like, what does it matter then? Like, what if your product's terrible? So, yeah, you do have to think that out before just going and grabbing money. I get that. And I, trust me, I get what ESPN's doing. They're in survival mode right now. They are trying to survive and stay relevant 
because they are a dying product. A lot of that they've done to themselves in a lot of areas, but they're trying just to hang on. So they're looking to throw out as much money as they can, hoping that that uh, enables them to survive. But you got to think that out, though. Like, what does it matter if nothing's left in 10 years? And, and this was brought, uh, the smartest team in all of this years ago was Missouri. Was it not? Because you want to talk about a, a team that is now completely yeah. undesirable for <laughs> the SEC. It's Missouri. They completely are. Yeah. And that's that's another question that I have. And, and I think this got texted a couple of days ago, and, and a texter may have asked this. Why aren't you looking to remove teams? Yeah. Why? I understand Why wanting it, to pull yeah. in a Florida State. Why to pull in a Clemson? Why to pull in an OU in Texas? I get that. Why are you not looking to dump a Missouri? Send them off to the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Send them back to the Big 12. Whatever it may be. It's because they have nowhere to go. I know they're locked into certain contracts and deals and all that, but somehow you're getting out of all these situations in other uh, ways. So why aren't you sending these teams away? That's when you're building. Maybe then you build something if you've got 22 teams that are all legit powerhouse teams, and then you're like, but you know what? Even in that scenario, and you break away from everyone else, Eventually, there's a Texas or a Clemson or a Florida State or an Oklahoma. They become the Missouris because not everyone can stay on top and be on top in a situation like that. Yeah, that's it, another it's, thing that it's you got to think the, about. The, there's going to be some teams that have been halves for a very long time that are going to turn they're into starving. Uh, soon. Well, I mean, look at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Nebraska has not been relevant at all since they went to the Big Ten. And I'm not right. saying that's going to happen to Oklahoma. I think that their circumstances are far, far better going into the sure, SEC absolutely. than I, what— I agree with that. And part of it is, A, you've got the leadership of Joe Casiglione, but also they have the hindsight of seeing things that schools like Nebraska, like uh, Missouri, like Texas A&M, things that they did right, things that they did wrong, and how it is that you can learn from other— uh, program's mistakes moving forward. So, um, let's get one more, and then we'll hit uh, hit the timeout here. Yeah. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Enjoyed the conversation around the TV fees. Makes me glad that I like the radio broadcasts. I lost most of uh, my side a few years sight a few years ago. I think is what uh, is meant here. And I listen on the radio now. And the radio starts going to pay for uh, to listen. If, if, if radio starts making okay. me pay to listen, I think is what it meant, yeah. Going for then uh, listen, then I'll have a problem. Thank you guys for the conversation. It is quite good this morning. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying with this pay-per-view situation, which is what we're leading to a lot of ways, because there's a lot of people, too, that um, if Amazon Prime jumps into this and starts airing uh, a lot of collegiate games or something, I, I think most people have Amazon Prime. That's the mindset I live in, and then I hear of all these people that I don't even have, and this was before people started cutting the cord, that didn't have cable television. Mm. Millions of people that couldn't watch these ESPN games that were just on regular ESPN. Um, yeah, radio, you're safe. I mean, if that's the route you're going. And, and I love to hear that personally. And you love that. Toby loves that. Plank loves that. Teddy loves that. Um, they love hearing when people uh, tune into them and, uh, use them as their number one source. That's great. 
Gabe kind of loves it. He loves uh, the camera time too, though. So <laughs> he wants people to tune in to. Uh, I'm not all going to say though TV coverage that at one point in the future, I I pray this doesn't happen because it's the world and I which I live in and work in. But I'm not going to say that a collegiate broadcast wouldn't be solely streaming pay per view or a pay service. I should say pay no. for pay for listen. It's. I, I don't think that I, we're very far from it. I, I'm not saying that's never going to happen. Yeah. So, Especially, for my it, world, for your world, I hope that co- never happens. College-wise, college, college football-wise, I don't know that it happens because broadcast television with ABC, with Fox, they still want to maximize – because the ad dollars matter – from the number of eyeballs that you're getting. And you're going, there's too many people that watch normal broadcast television that you're never going to be able, I I don't think, I don't see a point in time to where these broadcasters are going to be able to cut that out and just go to stream only. I just don't see that happening. No. I can see it to where you get rid of the cable channels perhaps, the CBS, the ABC, the Fox, I don't see that happening personally. Hopefully That's just not. me, though. No, I, I think you're probably right. I hope I'm right. <laughs> I hope you're right, too. All right, we'll take a timeout. You can jump in, keep giving your opinions. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. We will take your calls to Riverwind Casino call in line 405-329-9000. Back with more on The Ref. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. We are back on the ref. Drake and TJ back with you. Toby out on uh, his family road trip adventure vacation, which there has been a picture posted of packing, I guess, going on with a Montana shirt laying on top of the bag. (laughs) So, um, all I know is it sounds like to me, Toby did not need to take Friday off. He could have waited until nine o'clock to leave on this trip. That's what it's sounding like. Uh, unless that picture was taken yesterday and they left this morning early. I don't know, but it looked like they were still, uh, packing as of right now. So what a bomb. What, what a, a complete bomb. bomb. Uh, welcome back TJ and Drake with you. Uh, I know Plank is talking about this on his show right now that he's doing on Mad Dog Radio, <laughs> but I wanted to mention it. This will be like a sort of an OTD, Drake. Do you know this happened yesterday? But do you know what happened 26 years ago today? Uh, yesterday. 26 years ago today. Yeah. Yesterday. That would have been uh, 96. Sent shockwaves through the world. Uh, oh, uh, was this when, no, 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 no. Uh, I was going to say it had something to do with Jordan, but, um, you'll never get it. It's when Hulk Hogan made a hill turn and joined the NWO. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I guess Plank and them were discussing it on Mad Dog. See, now he put out a poll, bigger, uh, impact LeBron's decision or that. Here, here's it's the, Hulk Hogan's heel turn. There's no doubt about it. Here's the age difference between you and I. I don't remember a world of uh, professional wrestling uh, before Hulk Hogan being in Hollywood Hogan and being in wow. uh, the NWO. Like, that was 
whenever I first That's an started, old man shot at me. Yeah. That was whenever I first started watching uh, wrestling. It was about mm, 97, 98. So he was already in the NWO at that point. Oh, so, yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah. They, when I first started watching, uh, the Wolfpack was already a thing. So The, uh, the heel turn happened. I still remember uh, everybody throwing the trash into the ring. Like, it was such a shocking night. And really, in my opinion, was the best run of Hogan's career. I was never a big Hulk Hogan guy. Uh, I wasn't a kid that loved him in the 80s. Uh, 80s, I was always WCW, Ric Flair, those guys. I would always tell my friends, they're so much better than Hulk Hogan and those guys in the uh, in the WWF. Um, but yeah, 26 years ago. And I, they photoshopped Chris's uh, face on to Kevin Nash in this picture they tweeted out, and I'm, I had to tweet him back. It's like, you are no big sexy dude. But what a great time Scott, of professional Scott wrestling. Hall passed away last year, wasn't it? Um, or was it the year before? It was earlier this year, I think. I, it may was have it been last beginning year. It, of was, the, this it wasn't year? too long okay. ago. Maybe yeah, it was within five or the last six months year, ago. it seems like. Um, yeah, what a great run of wrestling, though. Because you had that going on in WCW. Then on the other side, you had Stone Cold and The Rock and those guys exploding and all that happening and uh, the, the wars, cable wars and all that. Like, that was big time, man. Oh, like, man. everybody it's tuned in. The My three favorite wrestlers at that juncture of uh, professional wrestling were um, Brett the Hitman Hart, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Nash, and Goldberg, of course. Those were the three. Oh, Goldberg. That's when he was. That was about the time he was exploding onto the scene and was unbeatable. Oh yeah, nobody could beat Completely him. He just run into the ring and jackhammer yep. people. Uh -huh. Match would be over. Spear them. That's yep. forty and zero. He's forty and zero. Yep. <laughs> I remember. You're like, how is anybody going to stop this guy? I remember the first. And all it took was somebody writing it into the storyline, but nobody, nobody. The first <laughs> time I got, I had talked to my mom into letting me stay up late to watch uh, Leno was uh, a night that uh, Bill Goldberg was on uh, The Tonight Show. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I have, I I have ha to stay up late. I I'll get to up watch for school, this. I promise. Okay. Oh, this was summertime, so I was oh, okay. To, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I was a geek about it back then in the 80s. I don't watch as much now. I'll still tune in every now and then to to some of it, but I don't follow it the way that I once did, but... Growing up in the Dallas area the way I did with the Von Erics and the Freebirds, which they're making a Von Eric movie finally. I think, um, hmm. oh, who's going to star in it as one of the Von Erics? Um, Zach Efron, I think, is going to star as one of the Von Erics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he's improved his acting uh, skills over the last several years. Uh, Not saying this is top notch. Wow. I think that's who it was. It may be one of the Chris's. Chris Pat Pratt, Evans, one of those guys. Uh, maybe uh, I think it's Efron though that I saw. Channing a sign Tatum's on probably in it. Uh, too, maybe. Um, Channing Tatum actually wouldn't make a bad Kerry Von Eric body wise, the, the build and everything. I don't know who would play. He David was in Von that uh, Foxcatcher movie. So yeah. So there you go. There's your wrestling talk of the day. Chris is tweeting it like crazy uh, this morning about that thing, and I saw all the videos yesterday of the Hogan Hill turning. It was so great, man. Oh, I, man. I remember just watching it, just mouth hitting the floor, like, 
How incredible is this? I still remember the uh, edited video of LeBron James going to <laughs> Miami <laughs> and his uh, his uh, face being uh, superimposed on Hogan and that whole video. Maybe that's with why Dwayne he. Wade maybe and, that's why he put the poll yeah. out about those two uh, situations. Ugh. Just uh, someone just texted me uh, wanting to know why Drake had bedtimes in the summer. Well, at the time, he was pretty young still. Uh, yeah, I was nine. Yeah. That's why I had a bedtime. Wasn't a teenager or anything. You got to remember, Drake's a pup compared to you, old man. That's texting me that question. You're dumb. Uh, we'll take a timeout. 329-9000. Hop on in on the Riverwind Casino call-in line or call, uh, text the show. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Mean Gene going nuts in the ring. I've known you for years. How dare you do this to your Hulkamaniacs? Oh, if there's a drop that is would perfectly fall into like a wrestling play-by-play, it's Planks. Oh, baby, what a shot. <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt. Uh, take a timeout. Back after this. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. There would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. Final segment of Hour 2 of this T-Row in the morning show on Friday. Uh, This hour of the T-Row in the morning show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the one-time $8.99 listing fee. $8.99? He's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. And you will think exactly the same thing when it comes to the thousands that he will save you in the sale of your home with his one-time $8.99 listing fee. Call him at 405-361-3380 or visit SaxonRealtyGroup.com. It's funny the things that you can remember from whenever you were a kid. I was talking about that uh, Leno episode that I had to – I convinced my mom to right. stay up to uh, be able to watch that episode. And I vividly remember – uh, Leno basically saying, hey, you know, uh, this Stone Cold Steve Austin guy says he can beat you up or something <laughs> like that. And uh, Bill Goldberg's like, I'd like to see him try. And I just remember as a kid, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You'd kill him, Goldberg. By the way, the guy that texted me about your bedtime said he never had a bedtime as a kid. I said, well, your parents didn't love you. Yeah. Like every kid till they get to a certain age has a bedtime. Like. What's this guy talking about? Like, six-year-olds aren't just allowed to stay up in the summer as late as they want. Five-year-olds aren't. My kid right now has a bedtime because guess what? Dad has to get up at four-something in the morning. (laughs) You're not staying up. Now, I probably only have another year or so of being able to enforce that. And then he's at an age, I'll let him stay up. He's responsible enough in the summer to go to bed on his own, and he'll be sleeping until noon anyway because he'll be a teenager. But you're darn right when he was seven, eight, nine, ten. Even now at 11, he's got a bedtime in the summer. Your who, who, who is that? That was. Uh, uh, we'll talk about I'll that. I'll tell uh, you we'll, off the we'll, air. We'll, we'll, we'll talk I about I never it. had a bedtime in my life. Yeah. Ever. Until, That's not true. Until you got You're to, so uh, old, you don't remember. Right. Uh, air Comfort Solutions text line. It's time to start asking uh, what is the end game here. We're talking about uh, the college football realignment that we've talked about quite a bit for the first two hours um not who else is uh getting in this or that conference just to be honest and pull back the curtain they want eyeballs on quote-unquote great matchups yeah we've we've talked about that uh if you have six or seven good games per saturday they can't 
all be watched. College football has always been a regional game, not national. We are uh, going to get SEC Big 24 games all throughout the week. Now you are encroaching on fall primetime shows. It is just not going to be pretty. That's from Wildcat Chris. That's what I'm saying. You can only have so many big matchups per week. Yeah. I think everybody thinks that every week you're going to have OU LSU, OU Alabama, OU Clemson, OU Florida State. It's not going to be structured that way. It can't. I mean, as a fan, you would hope that for your schedule. But honestly, if you're being honest, you don't want that schedule. Do you? What you're what you're working towards then is seven. Uh, you know. Seven and five being good enough to get you into a playoff spot. Because you're going to get beat quite a bit. And it's what the comment you made earlier, it's another step towards NFL light. Yeah. Like, would I rather see how we have it structured now, or would I rather have seven or eight like monster matchups a year? I don't know because I've always been a guy that loves the undefeated run, or the one-loss season, or even the two-loss season where you streak at the end and you get into that playoff spot or or make that BCS push or whatever the setup may have been. I don't want to see a season where seven wins is considered good or eight wins is considered good. And that's what that would be building towards, too. And Chris is right. Then where do you put them all? Do you start having big-time matchups on Wednesday night and Thursday night mm-hmm. and Friday night and, and then and then you're going to be competing head to head against the NFL. Right. With these big matchups and I I don't know. I just don't see it I just don't see it working out. So his question's right. What's the end game? Mm-hmm. That's nobody can answer it. Oh, better matchups. What does that mean? What does that mean for the future of the sport? Is it that just one more better matchup a year? Is that two more better matchups a year? Is it eight more better matchups a year? Just means that 47 game win streak not ever going to be touched. <laughs> that That's absolutely true. Back after this.